Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Evening, it's uh, Cormac and Sisha here on FM 104. You can get the Room 104 podcast on Spotify, Acast, uh, Apple Podcasts, all the usual places where you're consuming and listening to your podcast from. So you can go and like and subscribe. Uh, have a listen back to the interviews you missed. If you've just tuned in, you may have missed Tracy Kiss. She's a woman who adds man juice to her smoothies, claims it's got huge amounts of um, benefits to it. Uh, also as well, tomorrow, uh, F104 Sweat Sessions, 1 o'clock, uh, the last one of the week. So I've been following along their workouts you can do at home, guided by a personal trainer. You can do them from your front room, your back garden. Handy, they go live 1pm on our Instagram grid, so be sure to uh, check those out as well. Now, have you ever discovered anything from walking around over the last couple of weeks since we've been in lockdown? Uh, have you noticed anything that you didn't realise was in your area? Now, I know, Saoirse, you are just going, you know, to your back garden and then leaving, or, you know, your communal apartment back garden and then leaving. But uh, have you spotted anything that you didn't realise was there? Yeah, the back garden. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't know that we had a communal back garden. Are you serious? I was staying in. Yeah, remember I was doing my exercises while trying in the apartment and the, the neighbour was given out to me for being too loud. And I thought, well, I don't want to be out in the streets because I'm trying to be as good as I can and stay away from everyone and stay indoors like you're meant to. So, and plus I don't like people watching me run or trying to run and being out of breath. Fair. So I said to him, well, what time would suit you that I can do my exercise because, you know, there's nowhere else to do it. And he said, why don't you do it in the garden? And I was like, what are you talking about? What garden? And then he showed me that we have a communal garden. So I didn't know I had that. Weird. Because it's tiny. How long have have you you been in that place? I have been there for eight years. And you'd never... Ah, come on, you never (laughs) realised. I swear to God. There's no reason to be going there. So basically, (laughs) to get to that garden, you have to come down the stairs of the apartment block, which faces right directly to the front door. But if you go around the side to where the back apartments are, that's where this apparent garden is. So I'd never have been going around there. So I didn't have a clue. That's mad. So I, I, you know, going around in Australia, you know, I found a loop. I think everyone has found their loop in their area where they're like, we'll go out to the gaff, we'll swing a left, and then we'll come back around the other way and we'll we'll, we'll find a loop. On one of the walks, I realised that you can see uh, Liffey Valley uh, across the pitches and across the grass. I can see the big kind of orangey view sign that's up on the side of the building. And I was like, oh, yeah. wow, didn't realise it was that close. But also discovered a... I could only describe as like a murder lane. 
So a there is a, a, there's a little trail that's off one of the, the, the rows that goes down to the, the, the River Liffey or whatever. But it just looks like if you were going to bury a body, you'd definitely go down there. You know what I mean? That would be one of the news stories that when you turn it on, it would be like, a jogger or a walker discovered the body down by the Liffey and blah, blah, blah. So that's another thing I discovered that I'm too scared to go down. But that's definitely never realized that that was there before. And is it a shortcut to go somewhere? No, it's, it's just, you know, the road is kind of uh, uh, driving along the, the Liffey or the river or whatever. So it's just like a, a little slipway behind a wall to get down into like a trail to walk beside it. You know what I mean? If you're walking down the canal or whatever. Yeah. You could, uh, yeah, oh, so it's yeah. just a little trail down there that never knew really existed before. Oh, that is quite creepy. There's none of that really around here. But I didn't realise that I was so close to the lighthouse. I didn't realise I was so close to London Bridge Road. Never walked down there before, but that is, that's in my 2K. That's not bad. No, it's not. Like, it's just parts of Dublin that I didn't ever go down before or never seen that now I'm realising when I'm walking around aimlessly in my 2K or 5K it is now that I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't realise I was as close to here. Yeah. There's also a really um, quick kind of way that I can get to work if I was to walk ever. Not that I would ever be walking because it's... Oh, I think I know where that is. Is that across like the weird beamy things near the three arena? Yeah, well, like you I, said, I like, walked there by a canal thingy. So it's a bit yeah. dodgy, but you wouldn't really be walking down. But you could get there pretty quickly. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I've walked. I don't know why I've walked across that before. Uh, Roisin has said, you know, when you're talking about, have you discovered anything in your area that you didn't realize was there before? She says, sunshine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose true. if you are, if you're furloughed, and maybe if you are uh, working from home and you have like an hour off in the afternoon for your lunch, I suppose, and you're, you know, maybe you'd notice during the day that you can go out for a walk around your area and it's nice and sunny. You're like, happy days. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say a lot uh, of people I'll, have discovered unusual things. Yeah. Now, speaking of unusual things, Shane has said there's loads of females above the age of 20 smoking weed. Now, Shane, come on now. Where is this? Yeah, now, come on. Report that illegal behaviour. Yeah, terrible. (laughs) Trying to think Uh, what else I would have discovered. Yeah, Matt has said street bingo. Uh, (laughs) uh, Oh, look at this. There's actually, on the beach that's near me as well, there's a walkway that goes up. There's a little, like... It's not a laneway, but it's a little walkway that goes up behind the beach. So, you know, some people, if they're on the beach, they don't like sand. So they don't want to be walking on sand because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. not comfortable. There's a little walkway you can go the whole way around the beach without actually stepping on the sand. So that's another thing I've discovered. I'm too lazy to walk the whole way. But, uh, yeah, that's there. Um, right, Anya has gotten in touch. Speaking of the, the whole uh, drugs, tobacco, she has said, I have discovered my neighbour's supplier. Uh, I know him. <gasps> Uh, every week he does a delivery, usually on a Friday. But last week it was a Wednesday. Mix things up. Wow. Oh, that's, that's terrifying. Yeah. That's interesting now, isn't God. it? Yeah, and also I've probably discovered what my neighbours are ordering online. Because every day there's a parcel left at the end of the stairs. Oh, yeah, especially in apartment block. They, they jumped them all there, yeah. Loads of people are getting stuff from uh, Harvey Norman. Uh, loads of people are getting stuff from, obviously, deliveries from on post and stuff like that. Um, so, listen, if you've discovered anything, noticed anything about your area that you didn't realise was there before lockdown, now that you're either spending more time at home or you're spending more time walking around your little 2K or your 5K radius, let us know. 87 uh, Oh, friendly people, Jacinta. That's good to hear. 
That's not, not, not a bad one. People are more friendlier than, than, than they would be. And I'm trying to think, is there anything else that I've come across while I've been in lockdown that I didn't realise was there? You get a bit nosier on people's gaffes, don't you? I've realised everyone around the area is like, oh, look, they have an extension, don't they? Wow, look at that now. Yeah, no? they do actually. Yeah. Keeping yourself or houses occupied. houses that you'd walk by and you go, I didn't realise that was there. Yeah, people's gem. lovely cars. You're like, oh my God, wouldn't mind that now myself. Uh, listen, let us know. 0876797104. Anything in particular you've noticed that you didn't spot before in your area since we've been uh, spending more time in our locations. Drop us a WhatsApp, 0876797104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. You're listening to FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. I hope you're well. We are just chatting there about uh, things you have discovered in your area that you kind of didn't realise was there the whole time and you've only since copped it since you've been uh, spending more time at home, since we've been in lockdown, since you've been doing more of your walks around a certain area. Someone got in touch and said, uh, I discovered, well, she said, I also, I thought my neighbour was murdering his girlfriend only to discover it was them having sex. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Do I win the prize? And I was like, well, there's no real prize for this, but um, you, yeah. if the prize, you know, I would say soundproofing should be the prize for you, Anya, but unfortunately, uh, Nilayne soundproofing here at the moment. No. Actually, that would be horrible, wouldn't it? If that's what you started hearing. <laughs> oh, especially if you're on your own. Jesus, I'd hate that. Uh, another one. A 10th century high cross and a church ruins from after. Uh, so there's loads of stuff. People are the same. My neighbours apparently are brilliant crack people. You imagine people for the first time and they're talking to their neighbours. Everyone's so busy these days. You know, you're not you're leaving at six in the morning, you're getting home at eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. You don't see the neighbours, and um, so that's good. You can uh, keep them coming into us. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Let us know anything strange you suddenly realised is in your gaff. Um, drop us a WhatsApp and do let us know. On the way next, you're going to be hearing from a woman in Australia who's going to be joining us live on the line who has spent two hundred thousand. 200,000 Aussie dollars, which is still a phenomenal amount of money on uh, cosmetic surgery. And now she's worried because everywhere is shut down, even over in Australia, so like the end of June or July, that uh, she might come out with a completely different face and everything might have fallen off. So listen, she'll be on the way next. Uh, and again, you can let us know if there's any of those weird things in your area that you've come across. Do let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp. We'll be back. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Listening to Room 104, you can get the podcast over on the usual places that you get your podcasts from, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, all the usual places. And you can go download, listen back to the full shows and also the interviews themselves individually up there. So uh, the interview that we just had with Tracy Kiss is up there right now, available for you to download in case you missed it. Now, though, we talked about this last night, right? You may have seen that the number one most, most searched term on Google in Ireland, and I'm going to presume in many places around the world, has been... People wanting to know when hairdressers, salons and nail bars are going to be back open. Yeah, I'm dying to get my nails done and my hair done for that matter. It's stupid, but you just feel you just feel more glamorous or something. You feel much nicer and fresher when you have your hair done. Uh, some people might say that it's a sad reflection on our shallow society that we're worried about our looks more than anything else during a global pandemic. But it's true. But I mean, you know, packaging is important, I suppose. I, it is vain and it is shallow and all the rest of it, but it is just something that we have bought into and I I know, obviously, our health is the most important thing, but when everything 
gets back to normal again, that is the one thing I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and we know, I mean, you know, we've heard of drug dealers trying to adapt to the situations and they're doing certain things, but now a black market of hairdressers and nail salons and people like that has exploded as people are going doing dodgy deals with their old hairdressers, spending three, four times as much to get their hair highlights done and stuff like that. So it, it is... It's a mad, mad time to be alive. Listen, you look better, you feel better. You've got to think about that as well. Someone who is slightly worried about the lockdown and the closed businesses with cosmetic procedures and different things like that is someone who's talked about this in a few other publications and online. She's a nursing student who has spent, I, w- I would argue, a lot of money, probably more than m- most people would ever spend in a lifetime on cosne- uh, cosmetic surgery. Her name is Zilla Stacy. She runs an Instagram account you may have seen called Miss Z. You can go check that out, but uh, Zilla joins us on the line now. Zilla, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Hello, good morning, guys. Well, good evening to you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what time is it over there? Uh, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> 8 sorry. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. We're here ending our day. At, we're at ele- 5 past 11 p.m. <laughs> no, it's not oh, early bed. Oh, that's good. We well, that's perfect because because we're night elves. But I know anyway. Like everyone, well, my body clock during this whole pandemic has shifted. I'm, I'm only getting to sleep at like four or five o'clock in the morning, and it, that's getting extra hard because it's starting to get really, really bright at four or five o'clock. So listen, we appreciate you coming on nice and early. Hope we didn't get you uh, up earlier. But um, how for for someone listening, right? You've spent and you know you've been open about you know how much money you've spent on cosmetic surgery ballpark. How much do you think you've spent over the years? That's a really scary question. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Um, no, no, you're so fine. I get asked this all the time, but I think last time we added it up, it was up over 200 grand. Oh. 200 <laughs> grand. I wouldn't even be able to earn that in my life. 200 grand. That's insane money. Sushi, Sushi, you can go homeless, but you'd look amazing. That, that would be I it. Would. You know what I mean? You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, God. So, so, so what kind of procedures have you got done? Um, I started when I was like 18 with just a little bit of Botox, a little bit of filler and then over the years it just adds up so quickly. It's been probably 10 or 11 years now and I've had a BBL, so Brazilian butt lift, fat transfer to the breast, just fillers, Botox, liposuction, all sorts of different treatments, cool sculpting, M-sculpt, the list goes on, veneers, my God. Oh, how old are you? I'm 29. That's a lot of work done. Sir, so you never or? ask a woman her age. How dare you? <laughs> but I kind of thought if she started at 18, how long has this been yeah. going on? I so the guts of 10 years. Yeah, 10 years, yeah. So uh, I've always wanted to know this. A Brazilian uh, butt lift, is that <laughs> implants in your bum? No, so it's so crazy. So they take the fat, so they lipo the fat from wherever you want from your body, say your stomach or your arms or your back, and then they wash the fat and re-inject it into your bum or your breast. Wow. There you go, just squashing it out, just squeeze it out from your stomach there and move it into your bum and then job done. <laughs> God, it's a 200,000. So like, you're obviously spending then a couple of uh, close to maybe a grand or two per month on procedures. Yeah, um, yeah, it's easy to do. When you add up all your beauty treatments, you're getting your hair dyed or you're getting brows and lashes and nails and all those little bits and pieces, it adds up really quickly. And so now, obviously, that you can't go to salons and you can't get your Botox and your fillers done, how do you feel you're looking now? 
I feel like because I've built my feelers up over such a long time, I'm not looking that bad. My lashes make me look like a little bald mole rat, but <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I'm feeling okay. <laughs> But do the fillers and stuff, do they dissolve after a while? Is that the case? They, Yeah, they do dissolve. They usually last, you know, when you first get them done, they last three months, six months if you're lucky. But as you build them up over the years, the filler kind of stays around a little bit. So when you're getting more filler on top, it builds. So for me, like, I haven't got my lips done for, say, two years. Okay. Well, that's how they get you, isn't it? They just you think like back in the day they might have lasted a lifetime, but now it's Lana. You got to come back in next month, keep them pumped <laughs> up, and keep them looking good. It's a it's a con job. Um, I, I hope you don't mind me asking this, but I'm sure some someone listening right now is going to be wondering how does someone who is you know your your age afford all of these procedures? Like, what do you what do you work doing for for income and stuff? Well, I work. Um, with a lot of clinics, obviously, as an influencer. So I've been doing that for the past mm, three years. And before that, I actually have an events company. So um, I just, when you want something, you save towards it. If you want a new car, you work out a way to make it work. I don't believe in taking out bank loans and things like that because I don't think you should finance beauty. Um, If you want something, you save towards it. If it means you sacrifice going out for dinners or... You, you maybe don't get your lashes done for a little bit, then you just work it out that way. That's how I've done it. Oh, that's interesting because I know even here, I know, I know. don't ask me why I know this, but you can pay for your boob implants over like a, a finance plan. You know, you're paying like 100, 200 quid a month for your boobs over three years. Yeah, a lot of people do it. I just think it's crazy. Like you, I mean, a BBL, for example, can be anywhere between fifteen and $30,000 depending on where Ooh. you go. And... Yeah, people will pay that off like they've bought a brand new car. I mean, you're in your skin every day, so I can understand it. But in my eyes, I think I'd like, I'd prefer to be able to pay things outright. I suppose, yeah, there you go. Because technically then, like, your boobs or your bum lift would be owned by the bank. They could come knocking one day and go, listen, you haven't paid for your left boob. We're taking your left boob back, and until you've paid the rest of it, you're only going around with one boob. I know, it's so crazy to think like that, but yeah very true your bank does own you if you do it that way i can just ask why did you feel the need to even go down this road i researched my bbl for about four years before i got it done and i think it was really before it became a real craze um it was just something that i wanted i always had a really good bum but i just didn't have any hips i had very straight hips um, and so when they did my BBL, they only really took the fat and put it on my hips and the top portion of my bum to give that illusion of an hourglass figure. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just something that I always wanted. I guess like some women always want to get, get always want to get their boobs done, but it was bum for me. I just really wanted to get my bum done. Because I can imagine um, that's very serious. Do you know those operations aren't um, aren't a walk in the park being, as such? No, not at all. It's like being run over by a bus and then hit by a train. Oh, <laughs> you can't sit for like six weeks. I I didn't sit. I think it was five weeks. I didn't sit for. You couldn't sit for five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's really a crazy recovery. They recommend that you don't sit for two weeks, but I just wanted to make sure that I had the best results so I didn't sit or drive or do anything for five weeks, which is kind of hard to do. 
a little wow. bit, yeah. And especially now in pandemic, the only thing, well, obviously you didn't get it done during <laughs> pandemic, but the only thing to do is to sit around and kind of scratch your hole and do nothing. But, um, well, yeah, God. you got to lay around instead. You lay on your front and just go, no pressure yeah. on the bum, please. Thank you very much. Stay away. Yep. Um, do you mind me asking, you mentioned obviously your first procedure was 18 and was that maybe... Uh, maybe I'm wrong presuming this, but obviously, uh, did, did your mother or father ever turn around and go, no, and then as soon as you were 18, you're like, I can do it now, I, I'm an adult. Like, Did they ever give you a little bit of flack or pushback against doing this? I don't think that they've ever been able to tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Mum was always like, you don't need it, you don't need it. And then when I came home with my lips done, she thought, like, oh, they look really good and ended up coming with me to my next appointment. So, <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> she got a little bit of work done too. <laughs> So it's like a ripple effect. See, my mom would kill yes. me. She'd absolutely kill yeah. me if I did that. Yeah, no, I didn't tell my mum I was getting a BBL. She found out on an Instagram live, so. <laughs> that's a good way to break it to her. <laughs> One way to well, there you go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's uh, the new communication with the parents and the kids now. You're like, uh, Mom, I'll tell you what's going on. Just subscribe to my YouTube on my Instagram and I'll give you an update yeah. at 8 o'clock when we, when we go live. Um, I imagine, you know, because you, you have a fairly big profile on Instagram um, and YouTube and, and a lot of other places in your blog and stuff like that. I, I, I'm going to presume because the internet is a cesspit of toxic hate at the, at the, you know, at the best of times, right, that you, you've probably gotten a little bit of, I don't want to say backlash, but negativity uh, with people maybe claiming that... what. Well, it's too much. Like, what do you say to people who might see that as a, an unhealthy habit that you're in? I think, well, the way that I like to do my channels, I really think that, because I started my, like, my journey, I guess, so young, there wasn't a lot of information about a lot of the treatments that I'd had done. And so I kind of ended up guinea-pigging a lot of different things, um, yeah. which is also why I've worked with so many clinics, because they have needed people to try things and, like, talk about it. My channel, I want people to be informed. I want people to know, okay, well, if I get, say, a Kybella injection, which is a fat dissolver that I'm going to swell up and look like a bullfrog for a week, or the, just all the side effects, because a lot of the time the doctors will say, oh, yeah, yeah, you'll be fine in a couple of days, but they don't tell you exactly what goes on. And that right. is kind of the purpose of me documenting my journey and being so open about it, because I do want people to be informed in the decisions that they make in their bodies. Um like I was, I spent four years trying to make the right decision on what surgeon to go to for my bum. Obviously, that's going to cop a lot of flack. People are judgmental assholes <laughs> online a lot of the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. Um, but it comes with the job, unfortunately. I have to just deal with it. I get a lot of hate on YouTube sometimes if I gain a little bit of weight or lose a little bit of weight. Like, no one is ever happy with what you do. Um, I've got quite thick skin, so I can kind of handle it, but... It can be tricky at times if you're having a bad day and then someone says something nasty. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, have you got any plans to do any more big surgeries in the coming months or years? Mm, yes. <laughs> oh, go on, tell us. <laughs> Exclusive here on Room 104. Oh, yeah. I've um, been working with a clinic very closely in Melbourne, Cosmetic Avenue. They're absolutely brilliant. Um, I had some liposuction done a couple of years ago that was not done correctly um so they're going to be correcting that when the pandemic lifts whenever that may be um and they've also just taken some removing scars for me so i'm really happy to get those taken away because some of them were scars that i'd had from when i was like 13 14 years old from falling over so it's not all just cosmetic it can be 
Yeah, so, from yeah, in response. Like that as well. Yeah, so you, you mentioned obviously there was a, a, a dodgy lipo that was done there a couple of years ago that you're getting sorted out now. Um, uh, has, there, has there been any kind of negative experiences that you've had with other procedures and, and recovery and things like that, or was it just that one? Just that one, really. I it was just the lipo was done by three doctors at the same time, so it's just a little bit uneven. Because um, as the body swells up, it's kind of hard to see where you're working, essentially. Right. So I think that I like from what I've been told and how I see it is that because they had three doctors working at the one time, I think that they just kind of one doctor's gone, oh, he's done there, but he hadn't. Um, so it was just a little bit uneven and it, it's not difficult to fix. It's just annoying to have to go in and get it fixed up. Yeah. It sounds painful. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> the whole thing it. is that bad. <laughs> God, yeah, you know what you got. But is, is it kind of like someone getting tattoos maybe? You know, you, after the first couple you're sore and then you're going to grow immune to it uh, or grow used to it in, in, in want of a better ways. So, so, do you mind me asking yeah, then, right? I if if so. You're obviously, as you said, you've been open about the the scarring and the trauma and the pain that you've gone through and not being allowed to sit for several weeks when you're getting certain procedures (laughs) done. Um, Yeah. If someone, like, what advice would you have to someone who might be even considering going under the knife? I think whether you're getting a little bit of Botox or filler or you're getting a breast augmentation or whatever it may be, research is your best friend. I, when I looked into my BBL, I didn't just talk to one doctor in one country. I went to Miami, to LA, to Turkey, to Spain, to um, Thailand, to like in Australia. You can do video consultations, you can do in-person consultations, and it just gives you a better idea of pricing. And usually, if you're getting the same advice from numerous doctors, you can kind of work out, okay, I'm on the right track, and now I know how much it is. I think a lot of people go into the first doctor and they go, well, we can fit you in next week. It'll be $700,000 billion. And yeah. people just go, oh, okay, that must, that must be how it is. So my recommendation is to do your research and talk to people that have been to the clinic or friends that you might have known that have gone maybe and had something done. Fair enough. Good advice. Yeah. I think good that's advice. Good definitely. Good advice. I'm going to have to I ring around a few more places before I finance yeah, my boobs, yeah. you know? Don't yeah, jump on any decisions. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, listen, uh, Zilla, thanks a million for popping on. Uh, your website is misszed.com. That's Z-E-D-D.com. And you can uh, follow her on her Instagram page as well, uh, which is just misszed. Uh, anywhere else you want to give a quick plug to before we let you go? We're just misset everywhere, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all the things. Brilliant. Well, listen, uh, thanks a million for, for popping on. Hopefully your, uh, you know, your face and your Botox and your fillers don't get too bad uh, during lockdown <laughs> and you'll be all good. But listen, appreciate it and thanks for coming on, all right? Thanks so much, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Oh, we will indeed. Bye. Thank you very, very, very much. Listen, uh, oh, Miss Z there. Oh, I thought that was eye-opening and ear-opening, wasn't it? Uh, not allowed to sit. For, would, you, would you ever go through certain procedures like that that are going to batter your body that much? I hate pain of any kind. I can't I can't even cope with a paper cut. I wouldn't be able for it. <laughs> and I know they say beauty is pain, and I don't care. I'd rather be uh, the ugly duckling and not be but, in pain. Than but very, very comfortable. That. Yeah. yeah, you're like grand happy days. Uh, well, listen, there you go. Uh, you can check out her channel, have a look. She kind of gives you the good, the bad and the ugly side of it. I spent a staggering amount of money on it. But, you know, do your research. That's, that is her message indeed. Uh, we'll have some music from Lewis Capaldi on the way here on F104. 
FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Quick reminder again here on FM 104, tomorrow, Friday, 1pm on our Instagram page, you'll be able to get your next FM 104 sweat session. So we're teaming up with Gym Plus Coffee. We're doing this Monday, Wednesday and Friday. It's basically a workout you can do in your home with no equipment, guided by a trained fitness professional. So if you're trying to, you know, stay focused, stay getting your, your exercise in, trying to get the heart rate up and not feel as groggy sitting around the house, definitely do check it out. Um, it's on our Instagram page, which is at Dublin's FM 104. You can do it at a time that suits you. We're also doing this to try and raise as much money as possible for tribecharity.com. They are uh, a charity helping uh, a lot of young people around the country, run by young people as well. Uh, and it's all with thanks to Gym Plus Coffee. They're an athleisure brand. They're designed right here in Ireland and they have a huge passion to make life richer. You can visit their website as well, gympluscoffee.com. So that's tomorrow. Uh, some of the messages that just buzzed in there, we were chatting a little bit earlier on about things you might have you might have discovered in your area, since the lockdown has come in and since you've been working from home and since you might not have been able to go past the two-kilometre radius when you've been going outside, uh, Gary says, I discovered there's more in my town than two pubs. Yeah. Yeah. Usually that happens. A lot of people know kind of the one shop or the one pub in their in their area and nothing else. Yeah, more to do wandering. than just go in and drink. Yeah. Yeah. And now that they've been taken out of the equation, it's like, ah, okay, what's going on? Right. Yeah. Um... Oh, this is a good one. Oh, I like this as well. Not all not all happy, positive people here. Dave, what's the story? Thanks for your message. Good evening. How are you tonight? I noticed my neighbour giving me the finger from his car as he drove by on my way to work because my parrot whistled at him a few months ago. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Oh, the petulance is real. you got to absolutely love that, yeah. Jesus. Um, who is this now? Uh... Oh, God, we got sent in a, 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 a big thing here. In from... Oh, Shona, what's the story, Shona? How are you? Thanks for the message. Uh, woman in Blessington started doing a bingo for children for the things we never really noticed before. Oh, that's good. What so she mean? sent in, as in, you know, like a bingo card. Yeah. So she sent in a picture of... She did up a bingo card, but it was pictures of things in their area that people may not have seen. So... I imagine that the kids download it and if they go to it, kind of like maybe a little treasury hunty thing and they can take it off that they've seen where the certain bell tower or the church or the the, oh. the the shop or the sign. Yeah. Oh, that is smart. That's not bad at all, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, computer is dying on me here now. Yeah, that's oh, good. but she has also said, <laughs> Sean has also said, she has noticed and discovered the amount of dog poo around the town. Dog poo. And you know what another thing I've noticed? The amount of dirt all around the place. I'm what talking like people leaving, you know, say if a bin is full on the street, people are just leaving rubbish like on the ground or in bags beside the bin. Or balanced on top of it in one little gust of wind. That's right. Good luck, see you by. Yeah. Yeah. Seen a lot of that. I've, I, I've also discovered, well, I've seen, I discovered a lot of cans of Tuborg in the park actually earlier on. So some people are having a good time. There are a lot of people having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Which they shouldn't be. Uh, you have a good time at home. Um, you see, I live right beside Castletown House in Gildare and I've discovered a whole section of forest that we didn't realise was there. Huh? Uh, and That's then nice. sent in a picture, an abandoned road lane running parallel with the M7. Um, yeah, there's all those little random places that you didn't know you were uh, around the corner and hidden. Someone messaged me in on, on Facebook saying that they didn't realise their next door neighbour had two sheep out the back. What? Yeah, they had two Just sheep. Just like in a random housing estate? 
Now, it's not a housing estate, so they're just outside Dublin, but didn't realise that they actually owned two sheep. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh, uh, <laughs> this is... This is a good one in from Amy. Good evening. What's the story, Amy? How are things tonight? She has said, um, I have noticed I have noticed the amount of disrespectful little scrotes in the area. Nearly got knocked off my bike by an A-hole on a scrambler. Oh, oh God. Sorry Those to hear that now. scramblers are back. Oh, oh they're know, the worst. Yeah. Yeah, so noisy as well. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for that, Amy. Hope, uh, hope, you, hope you're all right tomorrow now. Don't get, don't get killed by someone on a scrambler. Uh, but let us know anything you've kind of noticed in your area that you haven't noticed before since we've all been in lockdown. Uh, give us a shout. 87 uh, we still got to talk about <laughs> dog anxiety, which is the saddest thing in the world to know about. But apparently when you go back to work, if you have a dog... They're going to be far more stressed and worried that you're not around as much as you are right now. But hopefully there's a plan in place that'll be able to deal with that. How you can deal with your dog separation anxiety. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. We're just getting a little bit of news coming in this evening now that we, we might have uh, missed. Anyway, uh, somebody messaged us in a little bit earlier on uh, about the leaving cert, but it hadn't been confirmed as of yet. But according to RTE.ie, which I'm looking at right now, uh, the education minister is expected to recommend cancelling the leaving cert. Altogether? So here's what it's saying by, uh, I'm just looking at this now, on RTE, uh, RTE's website, so, you know, it's, it's, it's legitimate enough. So here's what it says. Senior government sources say the Minister for Education, Joe McHugh, will make a recommendation to the Cabinet to cancel this year's Leaving Cert examinations. A memo is to be brought to Cabinet tomorrow morning outlining possible alternatives to the exam. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So as in, they're cancelling it and they're going to postpone it, or they're going to try and think of a way to do it that's not done as the leaving cert uh, they're looking that the leaving cert examinations is what they're saying so the exams in the exam hall is going to be cancelled like that's devastating isn't it 
I wonder what we think of that anyway. So if you're a Leavenster student right now, like, are you delighted to hear that? Is this like the best news ever that the exam is going to be cancelled? But they're going um, to have to do it again, though. So it's not cancelled where it's like, that's you written off now. You'll get 500 points, 600 points. Uh, it might be, though. You're good to go. Because otherwise, they can't like, how will they get into college? They can't like have a year off. Oh my God, imagine the first and only year that you could do your leaving cert without doing your leaving cert. As in mm. pass and go to college without having to do it. Yeah. Uh, they'd have to come up with something. So, uh, yeah, just, again, just looking at this article, Leo Varadkar has said, by hook or by crook, the exams would go ahead. But now, apparently, the uh, memo, which has been leaked and by, seen by reporters in RT.A and a lot of other journalists, senior government sources are saying tomorrow... Uh, Minister for Education, Joe McHugh, is going to be cancelling the Leaving Cert examinations and they'll have to obviously figure out the alternatives to the exams. What 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 are they going to do with that? How are they going to figure that out? I wonder. I mean, if you're a Leaving Cert student, is this the best news ever? Because I, I don't know if I'd be happy with that. I'd kind of be a little bit, feel as if you know, like two years of work is, is just pointless now. I'd be a little bit deflated. I'd be a little bit pissed off. Yeah, you would. I'd say they're very anxious right now. But then again, it's you know, again, the, it's it's not saying that it's um, going to be postponed. It's not saying that they're going to go directly to college. They don't know what what way this is going to work. So, and like you said, college, if it is going to start back in October or September, what are the leaving cert students meant to do? Yeah, uh, half yeah. an hour ago, by the way, on on the journal.ie. So, listen, students, drop us a line if you're a leaving cert student. Is this the greatest news of all time? Um, let us know. 0876797104. This is the journal that he updated 29 minutes ago. Health officials have confirmed that the further 29 people, blah, 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 further. Uh, meanwhile, speculation is mounting that the Leaving Cert exams will be cancelled. Uh, internationally, health experts have expressed growing concern that a second wave of COVID-19 uh, deaths and infections could force governments to bring in more restrictions, even as China declared its risk level low. Uh, and New Zealand relaxed its pandemic shutdown. So they are nothing more substantial on the journal, but the journal and RTE now reporting that uh, a memo is going to be brought to the cabinet tomorrow. The government may be turning around and saying the leaving cert is cancelled. I just wonder, yeah, it, it, predictive grades, will it be based off your mocks? If you even got to do your mocks, will it be based off your your, your teachers kind of turn around and go, well, oh, that'd be weird because imagine a teacher didn't like you and was just like, ah, you'd get a C. And you're like, no, no miss, I'd definitely get an A. Ah, I don't like it. I, I'll give you a C. And is there no or way that they can or do three, it whatever from, it is. Can they not do it from home? Like, that's what uh, I don't understand. Like, why can't they set up a, a Zoom type thing where they're being watched the whole time so they can't be cheating or anything else? Oh, come on now. If I, Think about this. If you were on Zoom, right, the camera's only pointing one way. You'd have all... I'd, I would print out the sheets and have them stuck to the wall in front of me and just be like... Have <laughs> you any books up? Nana, nah, nothing. I know. I know it is difficult, but I think there has to be a way around it. There just does. I just don't know how would you how how would you do it? How could you like you either say it's a the first leaving store which is open book and you do it from home or it's multiple choice because you know you can't you'd never be able to stop cheating if you're just working from home. Is it an online thing? Is it is it assessments? Is it everyone gets six hundred points this year? You can do whatever course you want. You get the maximum. Every everyone's being doctors. We might need them. We might need them. Yeah, I mean there wouldn't be anything wrong with that. Aim high. Yeah. God. Listen. Listen. But that's actually shocking. But sure, look, I'm sure there'll be more to follow in the coming days anyway. Yeah, so it, it turns out that tomorrow you tune into uh, F104 in the morning, Hazel and the rest of the news team and Eamon will keep you updated. F104.e will keep you updated as well with the, the news on that. But 
it is looking like it. If current leaks and reports and memos that have been seen by uh, senior sources in RTE and different news outlets are to be believed, it is looking like the Leaving Cert may be getting uh, cancelled. I shouldn't even say postponed. It looks like the Leaving Cert is going to be cancelled. So whether you have kids in Leaving Cert, whether you're doing it right now, let us know what you make of that. 0876797104. Moving on to happier things like dogs, but unfortunately stressed dogs. Yeah, so it's not really happy things about dogs. So obviously we're at home because of the lockdown with our pets and they're not used to it. So obviously cats tend to fare better when they don't have their owners around. And I think Subo is acting up because she doesn't want me here at all. Uh, But dogs, on the other hand, tend to miss their owners. So they're talking about what happens when the restrictions are lifted and you're back in work and you're gone for hours on end, that Mm. your dog could become very distressed. So they, they, they're going to show a lot of separation-related problems. So they'll start, not not definite, but like a lot of things they said associated with separation anxiety is they might go to the toilet indoors, you know, by by mistake because they can't hold it in. They might try and scratch the door when, when you're in the house, howling, barking. Um, and th- they've set out some little separation anxiety tools to try right now while you're at home with your with your pet so it will be easier for them in a couple of months time so when we're all going back to work and, yeah. and your your dog is going to be trying to you know revert back to the way things were when the uh, owners weren't around and it was either locked out the back for an entire day so what, what what are the certain things you do like is it ones like leave the radio on in the house all day well, it's saying encourage your dog to settle in their bed while you work from home. Spend time in another room away from your dog and in the garden with your oh, dog. Oh, how cruel inside. would that be? You're home all day and you lock your dog outside, just outside the door. You're like, sorry, I have to work now. Good luck, bye. This is cute. Consider videoing your dog to check whether they settle when you leave them alone. Oh, hang on, hang on. I have That's a genius a idea. Sense. Zoom what? your dog from home. You could zoom your dog from home. Yeah, it actually does say that. Oh, does if it? Have, if you have the ability to do that, absolutely do that. If you're uh, able to leave the house, aim to leave your dog on their own every day if they're always, sorry, if they've always tolerated being home alone, even if it's just yeah. for 10 minutes while you pop up yeah. the shop, provide your dog with lots of independently self-reinforcing ac- activities that don't involve you, such as homemade or commercial activity features. Oh, that's cute. So they can play with their little toys and stuff on their own. Uh, Try to stick to a similar routine to the one that you previously had, which is probably hard because, you know, you're just in your pyjamas all day. Oh, they know you're there, yeah, but like they kind of know you're there. It's very cute, though, but the Dogs Trust director has come out to say that you need to start this now or they will be in a terrible state when you do go back. You'll just hear all the houses exploding with dog whales I and dog know. parks. Yeah. When, when phase I'd five is finally in their lifted. Element. Can you imagine most dogs now are the happiest they could possibly be because you're at home? <laughs> They're just there looking at you. <laughs> I know. Everyone else hates hates you. People hate you that you're living with. Uh, yeah. Cats hate you. Dogs are the only ones that actually care. Cats are going to be so happy when you go back to work. They'll just be like, oh, thank God she's oh, gone. Subo is going to be like, you know what, let's, let's lock the door. Let's not let yeah. her back in. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, it's bad. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, something that you need to try out. So all, all the information, by the way, is up on fm104.e if you want to have a look. Maybe try out some of the techniques uh, well, that we got there. I, I know you can't see this issue, but Brendan's after sending us in a, a picture of three of his dogs that look amazing and they're just chilling out on the green. Nice and relaxed. He said they're hardly stressed. <laughs> ah, that's very cute. Uh, what type of dogs are they? 
Brendan, by the way, will you let us know? Uh, 0876796104. Far from stressed, he said. Uh, in relation to the Leaving Cert exams being cancelled, Kevin, good evening. Thanks for the text. And Kevin said, everywhere's closed at the minute. Can I not use football stadiums or somewhere like that to do the Leaving Cert? Not a bad idea, but wouldn't you hate showing up for your English paper one in the Aviva Stadium and uh, just as lashing? That would be very cool, though. It, yeah, <laughs> even if it was lashing. Imagine how cool that would be. I did my yeah. Leaving Cert in the Aviva Stadium. Not in this you were like, that was definitely an A, except the rain wiped off all the ink, but like, definitely an A. Mark that down with an A. <laughs> Sorry about you now. Yeah, you could definitely try that. Um, you um, wonder, like, yeah. the, the RDS, because they have huge exams there, and they have a massive, obviously, venue there. Could you do that where it would be a huge exam hall, everyone's two metres away from each other? I mean, would that even work? But then, then you might have people like the teachers would be like, well, no, we're not doing it. There's too many students, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, true. Yeah, you yeah. A lot of those types of halls... You need 50,000, 50, 55,000 people doing their leave insert. Uh, I'll need two metres of space. Yeah. Could they not just postpone it till August? I know it would be a huge rush and they wouldn't have much of a but gap. You see, I suppose. The thing first about year college is fun anyway. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if they'd be able to do the exams, collect them, correct them, get the grades out in time for, you know, college. It might be a time thing. They, yeah, if they just recruited more people, though. And then I don't know, I don't know if they would be able to, um, what what was it, like, August the 10th, the restrictions will be lifted, but they're not all restricted, you know what I mean? There's still going to be social distancing measures put in place uh, in different areas, so you may not be able to have 100 people in a room, you know? Yeah, true. I just think that there, there, there should be a way around it for them. I really do. Like, they've been studying all up to now. And now they're talking. Well, some of them have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If that was me, I'd be like, brilliant. Best news <laughs> ever. Didn't want to go to college anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, for, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. most part. You'd be giving out. Be like, I'm so stressed. I'm so upset. And I just cancelled the leaving cert. And then, you know, behind it all, you're like, I didn't do anything. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Get your free ticket out of the leaving cert, right? Listen, let us know what you think. And after doing your exams, is this great news or is this horrifically bad news? Um, it might be good, like, because you still won't be able to still won't be able to travel. Uh, for an exam in a hall, are you not two metres apart anyway? Yeah. I would have yeah, thought I, so, yeah. I, I don't think... I'm trying to remember some of the big ones, I presume you are. But, uh, Ian, I think... I remember doing exams in the classroom. You definitely weren't two metres apart. You were separated, but like the person in front of you definitely wasn't uh, uh, two well, metres apart. Cert, you would have been in a hall. No, you're in, was it, was it not in some classrooms? Yeah, it was in certain classrooms as well, yeah. Really? We did all yeah. those in a hall. Did you? We had one yeah. big double room and then they had, I can't remember where they, they had a, another hall, but it was in classrooms in the school, yeah. So you weren't two metres apart. Hmm. Um, but yeah, listen, it'll be interesting to see if that happens tomorrow, as we said, the news this evening was that the Leaving Cert, apparently a memo has been leaked, or to your reporting and the journal have seen that uh, the Leaving Cert it may be recommended by our Minister for Education to cancel the exams and then they'll figure out what to do. Listen, just give everyone A's all around, but I think it's not even A's. It's, it's Isn't it H1s, 2s and 3s now that they're that they're, they're working off? But listen, um, FM104 keep you updated tomorrow soon as that is announced. Uh, the dogs that uh, Brendan sent in are, I've never heard of this type of dogs, but they're absolutely beautiful. They're American Akitas? Is that the oh, right Akita, I'm, yeah. Is that I'm pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, are they kind oh, yeah. of like um, like a husky type? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of a beige yeah. type husky. <laughs> Gary, Gary sent a picture of his beautiful dog in, by the way. He's just out cold 
in his dog bed saying, I don't think my dog will care when uh, he goes back to work when all this pandemic stuff is absolutely uh, uh, lifting. They are the uh, best thing ever, though, dogs. They really yeah. are. Uh, Mary, good evening. Mary's after. Mary's been listening all evening. She says, I think we had a bad dream tonight. The two women guests were kind of strange. And now we have depressed dogs. It was a weird <laughs> show, all right? A woman who has weird weird stuff, a weird shot uh. of weird stuff in her smoothie and then 200 grand in cosmetic surgery and now depressed dogs. What is the world anymore? No one has any any sort of clue. Listen, uh, let us know what you make of the old leaving sort of situation if you're a student yourself. 0876797104. Music from the script on the way. That's uh, coming up next on F1. <laughs> FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. We're going to see you here on FM 104. If you want to listen back to any of the interviews from this evening, uh, there's a few random ones in there <laughs> this evening um, with a woman who has the disgusting thing in her smoothie every single day from her boyfriend, freshly squeezed, you could say. Uh, her and then obviously the interview with our, our Australian friend, um, Zilla, who has spent about €200,000 on her face in cosmetic surgery. So they'll all be up on the Room 104 podcast right after the show and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts uh, and all the usual places where you get your podcasts from. Happy days. Now... Uh, this, I think a lot of people would be in support for. There's talk of a, a new bank holiday going to be introduced in the end of the year. Yeah, I actually heard this, but I didn't know when it was or what it was meant to be. Yeah, now nothing has been, nothing is obviously set in stone. I think it was just suggested, suggested initially by uh, Simon Harris, I think, in an interview that he did with, uh, with the journal. But uh, who is going to turn down an extra bank holiday? I don't think anyone would, no. I think it's well needed. I think they should break it up, though. I think the summer's fine, because you have, well, May, June, and August. I think, and then there's the October bank holiday, but there's nothing really after Christmas till April, is there? January, February, March is your first bank holiday weekend. Paddy's Day, which got cancelled this year. There's oh, nothing in January, yeah. so there's nothing in January, February. April, there's nothing in April, and then there's May, June, August, and then there's nothing in September, and there's nothing in November. Yeah. I I pick maybe February will be a good one. No, no, would you not have it this year? We need it this year. Um, uh, well, if we want to put in November, look, I won't say no. I think November. I think two days. I think we deserve at least two days. So it should be a bank holiday on a Friday and then on a Monday. Yeah, that would be lovely, actually. Very nice. Especially when you can go out and do stuff. That'd be lovely. Oh, going out and doing stuff. Who remembers <laughs> that, huh? Weird. <laughs> Uh, Hopefully one day we can do that again. But yeah, so there's no no talk of when it's going to be. It's just this no. idea that we might get it. Okay. Uh, it's just, yeah, just been talked uh, and it's been mentioned in the old doll as well. So there, there seems to be some support for it uh, because one of the things that they think will help obviously is uh, tourism and things like that because that has taken a, a kicking to the groin over the last while and uh, anything anything to help kind of get people back, back out into bars and hotels and spas and all those lovely things. So fingers crossed. Let's, let's fingers crossed we can get... And I wonder, right, if they make a bank holiday this year, does that mean they have to keep it forever moving forward? You would think so, yeah. I mean, they can't just have a bank holiday this year and leave it. St. Covid's Day, we could call it. Yeah. St. Covid's or, Day should be a national, an international. An international day, week it? off. That everyone, for St. Covid's Day, we all just take a moment to remember pandemic 2020. Uh, but we have you, the only way you're allowed is if you go out and spend. You go out, you go out, having a few drinks, going to a hotel, um, buying coffees, uh, and helping you know to refinance the industries that were worst hit. That's what I mean. I think people never thought they'd be in a position where they'd say, "No, please, not another week off." 
<laughs> yeah, I just want to go back Never. to work. Please. Except for now, we're all like, oh God, I don't know if I want that. Yeah. You know, there's people that are, are being told to take holidays before a certain time and they don't want to take them. When has that ever happened? Uh, yeah, never, unfortunately, that your holiday is now. I, I'm going to spend more time in, in, this, in this sitting room. I'm going to spend more time in the kitchen. Who knows? But, uh, but listen, that's, that's kind of on the, on the cards. A potential new bank holiday for the end of the year. Uh, also, I, I made a point to trying to see this. Tonight was the last supermoon that we were going to be able to see this year. And I'm wondering, did anyone get a chance to see it? It was a little cloudy earlier on, but uh, did anyone get a, a decent snap of the supermoon this evening? Was there meant no? to be a specific time that we were oh, to see it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It would have been the evening. Would have maybe 8 to 10. Let me see. Irish supermoon. See, they Let's say see. these things and then no one ever gets to see it and they get disappointed. Oh, damn it. Visible in Ireland, 9.15 on Thursday and then tomorrow night at at a 10.50 if we missed it this evening. Right, you can keep, it, keep an eye at your window and, and have a look at that. Um, if it's, it's probably gone now, but anyway. Uh, Ain Rodella, before we kind of wrap up this evening. Mm, don't think we have anything else this evening, but tomorrow no. isn't uh, there another session, fitness session going on? Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. There is um, another sweat session on tomorrow, 1 o'clock, uh, Gym Plus Coffee, and we're tra- raising money for uh, tribecharity.com. Also, we're continuing our series tomorrow on the show. Uh, we're doing a series called Banged Up Abroad, where we're chatting to people that you might know, well, n- not new, people who are locked up in different quarantine situations all over the world. So last week, we chatted to um, psychologist, trainer, author, uh, Owen Fitzpatrick, who's locked up currently in New York City, one of the worst affected places in the world, and good chat with him. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be chatting to an Irish person who is uh, locked Locked up in the Cayman Islands, if that is even a thing. I mean, locked up sounds very, very negative, but then when I say Cayman, Cayman Islands, Islands, yeah, it sounds doesn't good, sound too it? bad, does it? No, it definitely doesn't. Like, oh, That'll lovely. So uh, they'll be on the show tomorrow night. A ton and ton of pictures of uh, dogs have just been sent into our WhatsApp there. Here's my dog Toby, a long-haired chihuahua, being nosy, looking out the window. He is ah. lovely. Uh, so oh, many people. Cute. Uh, Cormac, what's it like to broadcast from home? from Mark and Mark has sent a picture of uh, a, a half drunk can of Coors Light or glass of Coors Light on a room 104 beer mat um, oh, lovely. what is it like to, to, to broadcast from home Saoirse? Um, it's different it's definitely different it's um, yeah I don't know it's, it's strange that's all I'll say if you were given the choice to broadcast from home for the rest of the year or go back into studio what would you do? Um, I think I'd want to go back into studio to be honest. I do like the mm. fact that we can do a lot of the prep work from home. But I think the studio setup for when you're on air is a nicer vibe. Yeah, definitely. There is something there's something very, very nice about going into the studio and having obviously all the, the 104 logos around you and the lights and the mic and the big fancy desks put you in the right yeah. headspace. I'm on a kitchen table with pillows behind me. I know. I'm looking. <laughs> I, I have um, my two clothes horses with loads of jackets oh, thrown over them. Yeah, it's so I can't even the use sound. my... I can't even wash any clothes now because yeah. uh, I'll ruin my whole studio. But yeah, definitely. So I, I guess part like part of me thinks, you know what, to beat traffic, because sometimes traffic can be quite bad when we're going into work, that yeah. to be able to do a bit of prep from home and then go in and be live in studio would be nice. So a bit of balance. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. It, it, yeah, it has yeah. its pros and cons. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I do like it. I would like to go back into the studio, but it is mad that we're able to do it and the fact that you're able to broadcast to, uh, you know, a radio station from my front room and from your front room. Uh, it's just, it just blows my mind in many ways. I'm like, this is gas and, you know, it is handy if you're feeling lazy that I'm still, I'm just wearing a pair of shorts. Uh, exactly. <laughs> don't have to shave. Uh, but there you go, Mark. Listen, thanks for that. Loads more. Another, uh, oh, look at that beautiful dog. This message comes in. It is from... Uh, let me just see. This computer's a little bit slow this evening. Dean, what's the story? Thank you for your message. Beautiful dog on a load of uh, wood out your back garden. She's just chilling in the sun and her mommy has been working from home and we went out for our two hours the other day and I could swear she said, where were you when we came back? Uh, <laughs> so stop. disappointed we didn't get on video and it's a, it's a husky collie. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to be a dog minder. In my next life, I'm going to be a dog minder. You could definitely do that in the afternoon. Could you imagine? Everyone drop their dogs over and I'll mind them. Mm. It'll be like a doggy daycare. <sighs> dun, 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 dun. See oh, if Subo beautiful. survives that. Yeah, you'd wonder. Here's the moon over Lusk earlier. Stunning. Someone sent in a picture of this. Obviously no one can see it. Uh, I can see it, uh, but it is very, very nice. Um, can I ask you, Becky... What did you take that on? Was that on a proper camera, a telescope, or did you just bang that on your phone? Because some of the zooms on the new iPhones are ridiculous. But it's a it's a very sharp, clean, clear, clear picture of the supermoon, nice and orangey. Oh, disgusting! Well, I'm glad That's a brilliant got a photo. Picture of it. Um, yeah, Becky, let us know how did you take that. I wonder if it was on a proper camera, on a tripod setup, or was it a uh, just off your phone? Because that'd be amazing if it was just off your phone. This is my beautiful dog. Seriously, I guarantee. I'm pretty sure you're going to have to get rid of your cat because everyone who listens to the show is a dog person. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.